0: Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Getting Things Done podcast from Vital Learning. I am here, as always, with my good friend and colleague Lars Rotskil Hendrickson. Privet Lars.
1: And your name is Morten Revik. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me I add am... that for you, since you're I so think... kind to introduce me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Now you introduce me, thank you. And uh, good to see you as always. Uh, good to yes. be with, with everyone out there listening and uh, watching. Thanks for for, uh, for tuning in. Yeah. Um, we we even if off. we
0: can call ourselves the, the Unpolished GTD podcast. We <laughs> <laughs> make mistakes and we, and we air them. <laughs> okay, sorry. I that being, the being said,
1: the purpose of this podcast is to be unpolished but also to, <laughs> to help you um, become better GCD or so learn GCD, yeah. depending on where you are in your GTD journey. If this is your first time listening, we normally have a more straightforward introduction <laughs> today was a bit bit off. Um, but if this is your first time yeah. again, thanks for tuning in. Um, if you're new to GCD, we recommend you go back and listen to episodes one through six to get an introduction to the basics of getting things done, the five steps. Today's episode is number ninety-two of the podcast, and it's a listener questions episode with some very deep questions.
0: Yes, indeed, there is about um, we received an an email um, with two questions: one regarding ADHD and another about alcohol. So this is going to be the uh, the ADHD alcohol episode, maybe, or at least I hope they can be separated in some sort. Do um, you want to read the question, Lars?
1: Yes, let me let me do that. Um, the email read: "Hello Lars and Morten. I have enjoyed listening to your podcast a lot. The dynamic between you two creates such a familiar feeling that I always find myself smiling uncontrollably while listening. <laughs> Happy to hear that. <laughs> Perhaps that comes back to the <laughs> unpolished start that we we started talking about." Um, he says. <laughs> says, I wanted to ask you about a detail regarding the QCD summer camp as well, as uh, suggest some topics for the show. He won't be able to attend, he described, but he's uh, looking out for tickets for next year. So how will he know? Well, send me an email. I'll add you to the list to get notified when we set up next year's event. So that was the first question not to be uh, further discussed, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, As you said, he had the two questions, so I think we'll just dive into the first one and then we'll answer that and then go on to the the second one. Um, The first one says, I got into GTD around three years ago as a junior software developer and I felt like I could not keep up because of my ADHD. Having GTD helped me keep my head empty from both personal and work related things, which was a profound help to my focus and organization in general. I'd love to hear what you talk about your experiences when coaching people with ADHD or where you have seen these two subjects connect out in the wild. I think it would help adjust my practice and hopefully expose other ADHD ADHD people to GCD. So I think, Morten, you probably have the the most experience with with this topic.
0: Yeah, because I think maybe I have a a bit of ADHD myself when it comes to think of it. Um, At least, but just to to take a step back for people listening that neither Lars or I uh, have any medical uh, education or experience with anything that we discuss. So when we talk about topics that might be of medical nature, it's you and Lars and I are trying to, to, to draw on our experience and share that with you. This is not any medical advice at all. So with that disclaimer said, I think that it might be good for us to um, take a step back and ask ourselves, what is ADHD? So attention, deficit a hyper disorder is the abbreviation um, uh, ADHD. And what I understand of this um, is that it is, it's very multifaceted. You are, you are, you know, one person having ADHD, HD does not uh, mean that the second person have the exactly same uh, experience Mm. Um, and what I have understood by the people I talk to I talked to people who said I have I have this condition and this is how it works for me and I have talked to then someone uh, different uh, three months after saying I have this and this is how it looks for me so this is my My thinking that this is, um, you know, a personal experience as well, is that this is different to the individual. But if you look at, if a general, um, the AD of ADHD is attention deficit, is that you have problems directing your attention. Your attention is uh, fragmented. It's pulled on at all times. And if that is you, is, then uh, GGD might help you by helping you to remove the unnecessary distractions. And I want to touch also on the, what I understand is that if you want to get a, a person with, you know, the, the, the general idea of people with, with this condition is that they, are, they have attention deficit, they, but they are also very creative and they work very well under pressure actually they may need some pressure to get their stuff done. Um, At least that's my experience. So that might be uh, a good idea to talk about getting things done, how you can also use uh, GTD as removing things from your brain, but at the same time you can create pressure for yourself so that you actually get stuff done. and if I turn to you, Lars, maybe we should just do a, or you could do a little recap on the capture part of getting things done, so that new listeners and uh, old listeners can get a little recap on what is capture. How do you? Why? Why do we do? Why do we capture? And uh, how?
1: Mm, yeah. Well all the stuff that shows up whatever grabs your attention we want to we want to capture that somewhere on paper we want to capture it uh, using a digital recorder of some sort an application on your phone whatever it might be uh, capture it digitally on your lists and um, whatever has your attention we want to grab that so we can Take that through the process of clarifying and organizing it into the system, into the uh, the appropriate places. Um, and I'm reminded by I think it was Karl Ivar, um, who is a trainer and coach in in Norway and and Germany. Um, he explained it, you know, in a way that he said that um, he had experienced it as if the TV was on with all the channels at once, and you didn't okay. have the
0: remote. <laughs> so exactly. There's, exactly. There can certainly
1: be a lot of capture to 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 take place there.
0: But now we are giving you at least one remote, so you can turn off one of the or the channels that you can turn off. Is some of the ideas? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Okay, so so the the idea with um, capture is that you will, you know, if you have have this head full of things, you 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 know all these voices, all the all the channels. Um, on all the time the the, the entire time you're having this chatter going on in your brain and and this some of these chatters are just background chatters part of being having you know HD the HD and then the, 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 the idea with with getting things done is that you can take at least for those channels you can't just shut off you can shut them off For instance, I must buy milk, I need to send Bob that email or I have to not forget uh, planned the the vacation this year and all this uh, should would maybe uh, worry things that is inside your brain, get them out, write them down just basically find somewhere to write them down by paper or by some app and as as, as Lars said and then just just look at them later and decide what you need to do with them and that would quiet some of the chatter down and then the the second thing that I was reminded of sorry I mentioned is the 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 need for crisis I understand that some some um, uh, people with the condition really need pressure to function at their best and then the the idea could be that you create some pressure by for instance you can use your calendar as a tool for create pressure is that in this 45 minutes time i'm going to press one and a half hour of work on this project i want to finalize this project and then create that deadline maybe in your calendar because it's that's a calendar is more more of a commitment than, than your lists, and then just say that now I will finish this. You know, and I said initially that I might have a little uh, of this myself, is that I use that trick myself just to, now is focus time for this thing, and I'm not going to be distracted, this is what I'm doing right now. Um, and I think you you have, at, if you're not done it all, uh, all the time, Lars, you have tried that, haven't you?
1: Well I have um, you know things that I certainly block time for in my calendar. I continually have this um, dialogue with myself or battle, whatever you want to call it, in making sure that I get the right things done at the right time while at the same time also, you know moving forward on the things that have to get done as opposed to the things that I might want to do in that specific moment. So for oh. me, it's continually a, a balance in how I want to, be presented with the different options that uh, that oh. I have on my list. So, in some cases, yes, I will certainly use the the calendar to make sure that it happens. And in some cases, I'll see if I can, in some other way, um, force myself to get the get the right things done at the right time.
0: Hmm. One of the things that I've been thinking of this, uh, in this, in, a, in the tale of this, is that if you want to create a crisis, you need to tell someone that you're you going to finish this. And maybe the stakeholder, the, the person who wants you to deliver something, just tell, I will be finished at 12 o'clock today. And then uh, schedule little too little time so you are on a real tight uh, you know, pressure and then you, your brain will go into focus mode, you know, that uh, rabbit hole mode where you can really get stuff done. And I, I've seen people with uh, with a condition that that has the ability to have really sharp focus, and I mean, laser sharp focus. And, um, and that I think is is uh, is clue is that when if you give, give yourself the razor sharp focus, you can get more of the right stuff done. And my last uh, idea for you who have this is that use music. Some some of you have. Uh, used music before as a way to uh, put on some headsets, play some music. Um, I have a, a playlist called uh, from my programming days when I was um, working with a web design company um, that I called uh, the Rhythmical Programming and my, <laughs> um, my list is then played, it's a rhythmical, it's a dance music Without or more or less without any lyrics at all, but, but music I know well, and I have I think now it's 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 50 hours to listen to, and I do it on shuffle, so I don't get bored, and uh, it helps me focus. It's like the music can block part of my channels, my chatter in my brain. So if I have um, put music on, it helps me to focus. I don't know. Do you have the same thing, uh, Loris?
1: Well, right now I'm just focused on Morton's fifty-hour dance music playlist. I really want to. I want to see that. I want to listen to that. Um, okay, I, I use that sometimes. Um, I think where I most recognize it, you know, I'll, I'll use it at the office sometimes um, as well to to um, to stay focused. Um, yeah, other place could be running for me um where i will vary from you know podcasts and audiobooks to if i want to speed up like i did uh, yesterday i'll i'll put on uh, the new metallica album and then i will run this just slightly faster <laughs> when I need yeah, to, yeah. to stay in that uh, stay in mm. that mode mm. um but, but yeah uh, yeah go ahead
0: no i was i was going to ask you if you use it as i told you uh, or, or that i suggested that you can use it to block out your brain does that happen yeah i think so for distraction
1: yeah i think so and it's just you know it's a it's a a mood setting mechanism as well that you know Mm. i want to be efficient i want to you know be ready i want to you know uh, get some things done so so for me it 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 it, it might be just a a variant of what you're saying but that's uh, Mm. i think that's mainly how i use it but it's a good tip um you know i see Mm. it across the uh, and you know, just taking a step back, you know, I have worked with uh, a few people diagnosed with uh, ADHD as well. I know multiple GTDers in the the Danish GTD community that benefit greatly from uh, yep. from GTD, and um, like you said. Um, music can be a great help and I think overall the, the the best tip that i could give was to explore what works best for you in your ability to maintain focus so that might be oh. music um, some people really focus much better when there's music yeah. on um, I think I don't remember who said it but someone liked actually uh, this uh, 80s uh, game music so that might be a variant of what you said with the, the dance Ooh. music but really explore and you know see what works it, for you and yeah, like i do down yeah. it's it, it really goes for all of us you know it's a mm. it's a big spectrum we're all somewhere on that uh, on that list and really we are. play around with uh, what works for you
0: mm. yeah and i i, I would um, recommend or recommend i would like to ask you if you are a person who have ag how, why can't i say this adhd <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like stuck in my mouth but if you have that thing and you recognize that or maybe even you have that diagnosis then and and you have some tips based on getting things done and or you want to contradict what i'm saying or lars are saying please email us because we want to learn more about this this is uh, absolutely very interesting for us because we meet people who have this and we want to be better teachers and coaches and uh, and it helps us to understand you better so Hmm. podcast at vitallearning.dk podcast at vitallearning.dk please yeah that's the one that's the one um
1: and also yeah music is one thing and also um you know play around with the the visualization of the system um and that's again we're all on that spectrum somewhere uh, I've played around with that as well, with having different colors and use when I was using to do oh. for example, using um, emojis has always been a help. And I still use that in my reminders yeah. uh, system now on, on the Apple reminders. I know you do too, Morten, as, as well. Yeah. Um, I have that on for my, my projects for absolutely no reason that there needs to be, but for my personal projects, they all have an emoji for some yeah. reason uh, connected yeah. to them. It um, just makes it, makes it more attractive to, to look at. Yeah, exactly, uh, exactly. Um, and I think there was a recommendation from from David at some point when it comes to ADHD mm-hmm. um, to have a, a system on paper. So that might mm-hmm. also be something to explore, maybe visualize the projects. I remember Yuka from from Finland mentioning how he has worked with different coaching clients where they have you know, played around with the projects list. It might not have mm-hmm. to be a, a written down list. It might be a, a visual list describing exactly. what the, the projects are that they're working on. So, mm. so really explore, um, yeah. and and that really goes for all of us. We will explore what mm. what works best for you. And I think the yeah. last thing that I noted was when I reviewed my, I have a small uh, note in my reference system when it comes to GTD and ADHD. And um, one tip from from Khalivar was, um, you know, with so many ideas generated, which might be the the case when you're diagnosed with ADHD, uh, mm. is to really be aware of that someday maybe list. Really, yeah. you know, be, be, be very aware that, you know, with so many ideas showing up, so many things that you might need to deal with in order yeah. to not overwhelm your system, that uh, someday maybe less likely needs, uh, uh, you know, a big, <laughs> to be a big part
0: of your system. Overhaul, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and one of the things that I would, you know, I have been talking about this before in the podcast, that one of the things that I would... Uh, seriously recommend you look at is seriously looking at whatever you put in your system so if you have an idea it doesn't mean that it has to go to your system at all you can look at it and and when you clarify and say nah sound like a good idea at the time but now it's not going to clutter my system because people and this is i think one of the pitfalls of early digital years is that what you do is that you i have an idea let me write it down let me i have an idea let me write it down and when you get to clarify and organize Instead of setting, instead of taking that step back and ask yourself, um, seriously, am I ever going to do something about this? You know, revoke your, what I call your bullshit filter. If uh, then you, you will clog your system and your system will be bloated. Mine was like really bloated. And I looked at it and I go, I am not attracted to you. And then I have to do a rehaul and a revamp of the system, you know, just throughout all the, all the, the, the craft. Um, what do you think, Lars? Am I onto mm, something yeah.
1: here? No, and I was just uh, emailing with uh, also um, someone who has uh, submitted questions previously, where we also spoke about this that you ha- might have a tendency during the week, and <clears> there are <throat> things that show up, and you really want to get them started, and you start up the things and, and the projects list starts to grow and then as you do your weekly review and perhaps look at your higher horizons, hmm, yeah, no, maybe we need to park some things again. So if you can apply yeah. that thinking earlier in the process, obviously that will save mm. you save you some time.
0: Because for, for a person with a, a HD, uh, ADHD is that it is like double punishment because uh, not only are you putting things into your system, it gets bloated and you look at it, but when you do your weekly review, you punish yourself again by seeing all the ideas you will never do something about. So um, just for you know, the, 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 the visual view of things is that um, I've been talking about this a lot. This may create the balance between active projects and inactive projects. Uh, It's an important part of getting things done because if you put too much on your shoulders, too many active projects at the same time, you will feel weighed down and you're you're not making meaningful progress on them. You just end up being overwhelmed. And overwhelmed is not a part of the getting things done, good word (laughs) vocabulary. You're not supposed (laughs) to be that. So if you're overwhelming yourself, you need to do something about it. And just getting it out of your way Uh, somewhere where you don't have to see it at all uh, sorry in the week but also make sure that whatever you put on your someday maybe make sure that that is really someday maybe I've uh, thrown out a lot of uh, stupid things I put there before (laughs) so I'm sure you have as well at some point yeah Um, absolutely what 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 did I use for brain when I thought about this could be interesting (laughs)
1: Yeah, and it, you know we had a community of practice with mm-hmm. all the trainers in the in the Nordics, uh, plus all of the people connected to to Vital Learning, and mm. um, yeah, that was highlighted as well as one of the you know what's your favorite part about GTD right now, and yeah, yeah. that was one of them making sure that you have the right amount of projects on your projects list.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, should we? Uh... D- jump to the next subject yeah the last thing right. i
1: just want to add is that i was yeah. reminded that we did this episode and actually youtube just suggested it to me when when i last logged in um we did an episode uh, way back with uh, where i did a recording with uh meg edwards and frank Sopper and um uh, with with different uh, learning challenges and it's uh, it's a great episode uh, it's been um, a lot of people have watched it and, and received a lot of good feedback on that. So mm. you'll see this, uh, this is a recording from from uh, my summer house. So it'll be very uh, <laughs> not so so uh, business background as we as we uh, as we have here. But there's mm. a lot of good content in there. So I'll, I'll be sure to link in that in the show notes as well. If you want to mm. uh, to watch that as well, it's very interesting to hear their experience and and take some things.
0: Yeah. And uh, you know Meg Edwards is a very interesting person, so she, I'm sure she have a lot of things to say about that. I I don't remember if I have actually listened to that. I have to do that. Well, um, you'll find it in
1: the show notes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs>
0: so okay, um, new topic. The
1: other question was. Yeah. Um, he says I've been thinking a lot, quite a lot about addiction, more specifically alcoholism, for the past week. My mother is an alcoholic who has recently fallen off the wagon and is back in rehab. She works incredibly hard on staying sober, and we're all with her in the fight as much as we can. However, I can't help but think that GCD could help her for the same reasons as it helped me in topic one to clear her head of the mundane things so that she can focus all her energy on fighting her alcoholism. I -hmm. wonder if this is something you have any experience with. And in that case, it would be very interesting to hear more.
0: Okay. Do you want to go first, Lars? Well, one?
1: maybe maybe just start off with just you know, thank you so much for sharing such yeah. a, a sensitive topic. Um, I I think I speak for both sure. of us when I say that we mm. you know really appreciate sharing this with us and and to to pick this up in the podcast. So so thanks for on the that. for the trust in in us mm. on, on that one. Um, it's um, from a GTD perspective. I think it's a, it's a very interesting topic as well. Um, you know, how do we GTD topics such as uh, addiction, both with regards to dealing with the addiction itself and also how a a clear mind might help. Um, I think, um, I think he's spot on by saying that, you know, that clear mind will, will help get rid of that day to day stuff. So you have the ability to perhaps focus on the, the bigger picture. So I think that's, that's really an important aspect and, you know, the more experienced you are with GTD, the better this will get because, you know, starting with the basics, that's, that's a great thing. But there's really a lot of value in also identifying the higher horizons, the bigger why mm. behind why you're doing all of this, because that's that's where you find the the motivation for all of this. So I think um, if I were to, you know, take the perspective of my own system, a good starting point for me might be my areas of focus to identify mm. on that level. That that's where such uh, topics might uh, might show up, and when I spot something that uh, that I want to do something about, then that might trigger projects, might trigger next actions on my lists or in my in my calendar. Um, I also have you know some extra checks in my my um, my weekly review checklist. So again, this really comes back to um, expecting that that this is a, a GTD'er that does their their weekly review on a, a probably weekly basis but I have um, on, on my weekly review checklist and um, these these habits that I have in progress or working on that I that I want to to make sure happen um, so these are as I was reflecting on when we were preparing for the podcast it's it, it might actually be sort of a, a short list for for my areas of focus or some things that I have extra attention on um, that that actually goes on on a customized uh, weekly review checklist for me as well mm-hmm. so so that's sort of two places where I would look to to um, to establish that, I don't yeah. know how you would uh, would perhaps go about it.
0: No, I think that you are you know, touching on the horizons of focus is an important part because fighting an addiction is that you're you're fighting a part of yourself you don't feel you have control over, and mm. uh, or something takes takes control over you, and um, and t- to uh, you know horizons of focus. Areas of um, uh, responsibility is, of course, one part to look at, but to look at your life, why are you on the planet? And what would you want uh, people to remember you for? What's your values? What's your principles? And very, very, very seldom, I would guess, some person will say that my, my highest value is to... to uh, Drink myself into an early grave and and destroy my family, so which is often I, like what I've seen with alcoholism the the, you know the the the, the dire consequences of alcoholism, and so so t- just to t- to recognize that really, um, am I is this within my value set and and if not am I going to do something about it and if you decide it and it looks like. Um, our um, writer's, our um, li- listener's mother has decided to fight this, and, um, so, so, but use all the tools in the box, which means, you know, the, why, why I want to fight this, what is, what is in for me, that might be questions, you know, as many whys until you get to the end of it. So, um, and just, just to ask yourself, why, am I, why, am I, why do I want to fight alcoholism? Why do I want to quit this? Um, and then answer those questions as good as you can. Um, and, and then write it down and put it on the fridge, put it on everywhere where you see it, so you will be reminded of why am I doing this, uh, this quitting. And then mm. secondly, I do agree that you know, life in itself can be very difficult and there will be uh, life changes that will come at us, all of us. And uh, if you are in addition to have a, you know, a, maybe a, a job and, a, and a, maybe a little of, bit of a stressful life in general, if you then get alcoholism on top of that, that doesn't sound like a good... <laughs> good, mm. good uh, uh, I wouldn't say idea, but a good, a good uh, way of handling uh, your life, and um, so, so to just, but you can then engage more, and I, because this is my theory, <clears throat> alcoholism is physical, it's a physical addiction, and as well as a, as a mental addiction. So, and I think that um, the physical addiction is something you can't fight. You can fight it with me- um, some um medicine i think i'm not this is not my areas of expertise at all but i think the the mental addiction where you um when when do you start to drink and i i I don't um i i i've never been in a place where i i can say that i have could consider myself an alcoholic but um, when do when do you treat yourself as something that's soothing because this is just the same as eating too much uh, um, smoking pot, doing something that you know is not good for you, and doing drugs. Um, it's just 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 another you know w- w- um, watch excessive uh, uh, pornography. There's a lot of very deep topics here <laughs> that we can touch upon, but they have the same root is that you feel maybe you feel a little sorry f- for yourself and uh, you feel I need to, I need to take care of me. I need to do something for I feel better about who I am and my world and my my, um, life. And I think what leads there is tiredness. So when you are tired, it's so much easier to just, if in my life to grab a beer or grab a bag of chips and just Indulge ourselves. I don't know, Lars. Do we ever do that? Indulge in <laughs>
1: that might have happened once or twice. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but I think that it is easier to do that when your brain is tired, when you're mentally tired. So make sure that your everyday life is as li- little stressful as possible, because stress makes your brain tired. It it um, uses up the 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 glucose in the brain, and that's done. You don't have a lot of um, willpower left, or you can't evoke your frontal cortex uh, as easy. You will, you will uh, revoke to amygdala in the brain where where uh, your you know your Neanderthal person lives, where it will say, "Potato chips, oh, right <laughs> now, I need or I need a drink." So, and I think that if you, if you use getting things done to get things out of your head and structure it outside your head, I think that might be helpful in that situation. My only concern is that it might be difficult for some person to do that on their own, to learn this on their own when they're in the middle of this struggle. Mm. So maybe your mother needs a little help if she wants to learn this. Maybe you need to help her give her some tools, help her to just get all the things out of her head and help her clarify and organize that stuff and see if she feels a little better. If she feels a little better, maybe she's not so tired. Maybe when she's not so tired, she can fight this in a better manner. I don't know. What do hmm. you think, Lars? Yeah.
1: No, but I, I completely agree. I mean, if, if you know, the bad decisions that I make in my life uh, typically uh, <clears throat> come up when, when I have uh, less, uh, less energy. So, so that, mm-hmm. from that perspective, it certainly makes sense. Um, mm. Absolutely. Um, I would also, you know, one of the things that that we are, I am not a, a certified trainer, but I, I read the, the read the book, uh, The Power of Habit. Uh, so coming back to what you what you mentioned, Morden about the. The cue, the, the 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 triggers, the rewards. Um, you know, working mm. on that, there might actually be some inspiration in, in, in yeah. looking into that and seeing how you can might maybe restructure some of those uh, those habits, how mm. you uh, replace that. There was a, a very interesting uh, webinar with uh, with Charles uh, DuHig, uh, the author, if I remember correctly. Um, I don't know if that's available publicly, um, but it was a webinar that was made mm. with uh, Crucial Learning where he walked through uh, this uh, some examples of of how this might be done so not specifically mm. referring to this topic but how you can then deconstruct those habits and, and build new and better ones so that might be mm. be a, a good place to go look um, yeah. but yeah just wanted to echo also the the motivation part that we spoke about so you know that you know from a GCD perspective that really comes from the the higher horizons um mm. making it clear where you want to go uh, who you want to be um the running part, for example, for me, well, um, why why do I do that? Well, it comes from from the higher horizons. I'm somewhat motivated by a, a run, even though I, you know, had to lay down on the grass when I came home yesterday from running from the office, uh, yeah. hands crawling all over me. <laughs> but, but you know the, the the motivation really comes from the why having a clear picture mm. of you know working towards becoming healthier being a, a good role model for the boys uh looking good for my wife uh, living a, a long life with them them all and, mm. and being as little of a burden as i can when i get old that's mm. that's in the end what gets the gets me to put on the running shoes
0: exactly and um, the i was reminded you talked about um um Charles Duhigg and the Power of Habit there's another habit book out there uh, called Atomic Habits which has a um, a very interesting little thing that I I might want to recommend is that if you want to change something you decide I want to change this habit I want to change um, I don't know if it's biting nails or drinking alcohol can be used at anything I guess and uh, when you are reminded of your desire to, to change your habit, you should do a little um, uh, celebration, little joyful dance, something, I don't know, but let's say I I remember, I will, I'm in the process now this is very personal, but I'm in the process of losing a few kilos because I'm a little too big, uh, I would like to be uh, smaller and I have some goals I've uh, um, decided for this, and t- just for me to remember that okay, you decided lost kilo, yay! I can do a little. Yes, i will lost kilo. <laughs> I'm not losing them right now. Maybe I just had a b- bag of potato chips, but I must admit, happens every now and then. I don't. I'm not proud of that, but <laughs> that happens. But. But it makes me, it helps me um, keep a positive idea about what I want to change. So it's not, because a lot of the things that we want to change in our lives, that are habits, are hard. It's not easy, and it's, it, it, you need a lot of energy for doing that. And to give you any, you know, like, uh, like you and I, we use, and this is on the subtle level, you use um, emoji on your emojis on your on, in your to-do list for be more attracted to your project why do we do that because it's a trick in the book we know it works so if you want to try um, celebrating that you remember yes I'm gonna fight uh, alcoholism I'm gonna be be sober I'm, I'm going to be sober and uh, that's gonna be great and just remember being sober being great feel good about it and make a little celebration might be something you want to try Hmm. What do you think about that, Lars? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, no, I I seem to remember that as well from from other presentations. And again, these these small tricks, they just, um, they work. Silly as it may sound, uh, they actually do work.
0: And it is, there's so many things that we learned about getting things done throughout uh, our journeys. um, I'm sure you will agree with me, Are a lot of small dance. Because it's like when you you understand why it it works, you go, okay, why didn't I do this all along? But it is, as David Allen would say, that everybody will recognize uh, common sense when it comes and kiss you on the forehead. And hmm. uh, and hopefully we, we have given you a little bit of common sense approach on these very difficult topics today. So I hope yeah. that we provided some value. For you,
1: yeah, absolutely. Uh, he mm-hmm. he uh, finished off the email by saying, "Thank you both for making this amazing podcast, and I look forward to the to following you and future episodes." And again, yeah, cool. thank you so much for for sharing these uh, sensitive topics. <clears throat> I really, really yeah. appreciate it. And hopefully, there was some uh, food for thought that you might be able to to use going forward. Yes. If anyone mm-hmm. else have questions, big or small, like Morten said, podcast at
0: vitallearning.dk. Exactly. That's the place to send. <laughs> yeah. And do like and subscribe, this is my, <laughs> <laughs> like us in your podcast app, we have, uh, we are, I'm, I'm not saying this to spite someone or feel that I'm superior or something, but it is, we must be allowed to celebrate, is that we have more, better star rating that, than the official David Allen Company podcast. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, as always I'll leave it lagging to you Martin Yeah I do that <laughs> but if you like what we do and we find some value in listening to us uh like and subscribe on face no oh, sorry <laughs> on facebook but on on youtube and uh give us a rating on your um in your podcast app and maybe you can recommend this to someone else so we grow we are getting close to a milestone uh when it comes to downloads so thank you for listening and uh like and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) will you take us out Lars? before i continue (laughs) yeah Yeah. so um Hmm.
1: we always wrap up these episodes with a quick reminder head on over to vitallearning.eu on that website you will find more information about the different things that we offer getting things done Crucial Conversations for Mastering Dialogue, for Accountability, The Power of Habit as well. Um, and you'll find links to each other country websites there as well. Book meetings with us to learn more about what we can perhaps help you with. If you're outside the Nordics Plus, head on over to CrucialLearning.com to find your local partners. And lastly, the summer camp is fast approaching, June 17 to 18. gtdsummercamp.com, you'll find more information there uh, about the, the program which is being uh, sent out um, as we speak, I think, when we're recording mm-hmm. this uh, this episode. Really looking forward to seeing those of you there who will be able to uh, attend.
0: Yes, indeed. And if you can't join next year, send Lars uh, uh, an email at Lars at vitallearning.dk and he will put you on the list for information next year. So, without further ado, I think I'm going to say the magical words. Stay safe and stay productive. Take care. Bye-bye.